Remember. I mean, honestly, the notes is just a bunch of no context notes that are don't well, yeah, make that, sense. That that makes sense for when you're first watching something like this. Yeah. Um. Like I, I one of my notes is literally just for there aren't even vending machines. <laughs> <laughs> one of my notes is not the meatball. <laughs> I don't even know what that's from. You gotta, you gotta, both of you have to send me your notes when this is. Uh, it's from chapter one, apparently. No, it's chapter two. It's chapter two. Uh, people in chapter two. Oh, I have a note. I, I completely forgot. I have a note that just said choking on a meatball. <laughs> And now it's time for something completely different. I thought that was Star Kid Spotlight. I mean, even more different. Oh, are you talking about? I got, I got nothing. I <laughs> normally watch is the one who does these intros with you, random, not me. <laughs> yeah, I, welcome I'm... to our very first video game podcast where we talk about the lore of Craft Bandicoot. No. We're starting off. With Crash Bandicoot one on this no. the pod crash. No, oh, now you make it. We got to do Crash Bandicoot at some time, just so we can call it the pod crash. <laughs> pod crash. Pod. <laughs> anyway, this is not what we're doing. Kirby fan, what are we doing? Welcome to Higarashi when they podcast. We are oh, finally pod crash. Pod crashed. Podcast, but okay. Pod whatever. <laughs> Where we are talking about, take a guess. Uh, look at the title if you can't guess. But we are talking about yes. Higurashi. Uh, I'm random bystander here. I'm Kirby fan, and I'm random bystander here. I'm and the if watch. you like what you listen to, you can check out twitter.com/slash/randombystander here. We're so cute. Watch. Plug now instead of the end of the episode. If- if you like what we're about to listen to, then you can start, you can go to our Twitter account, WRK Podcast, and we'll let you know when the next uh, uh, episode comes out. And uh, uh, also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, I don't know if it's got a it doesn't have a URL just yet, but it might by the time this is done. We'll see. Maybe, but uh, look up Pixar Perspective or or uh, Cinemathon or what. Uh, Dark Kid Spotlight. Dark Kid Spotlight actually showed up. Uh, showed up at the top, and you can check out our other podcast in audio form at wrk.simplecast.com and sh- and uh, follow us on cloud. All right, yes. nice tactic with stalling, Kirby fan. Now I'll get on with it. Okay, so <laughs> for for those who are uninitiated, they uh, came from either Pixar Perspective or Star Kid Spotlight or whatever, and decided to stick around. Higurashi. Gee, I don't even know where to start with this. I guess. The Raw Basics uh, is a sound novel that was released way back in ye old 2002. I, I'm assuming there's not much that you two know about it, but if there's one thing that you can... I'm trying to think of the nicest way to put this. Um, Higurashi was, didn't have a budget. I think that's the nicest way I can word it. Um, <laughs> just, Just... I really want to talk about sound effects, but, you know, listening to the sound effects, how, like, compressed they are, because they're obviously, like, royalty-free, <laughs> so they can't get good quality, especially because it was back in 2002, so they can't get good quality. Yes. <laughs> but uh, the, the the history behind it is definitely something that I want to talk about, which can, you know, 
lead into what we're actually, you know, the topic of discussion for the day, because you both read, uh, shoot, I'm going to say this is like 10 hours, a little, yeah. a little longer for Wash because uh, they had voice acting on. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think for me, it was something like 13 hours. I, w- w- random, do you have history with Higurashi when they cry? A little bit, actually. <gasps> Very slight. Whoa. Very slight. Um, okay, stay and- here. I want you to go first. Um, my history was one, I would all, whenever I would go on Twitter, I would always <laughs> see retweets of Higurashi stuff related. <laughs> I wonder from who? Yeah, I wonder from who, right, Kirby? And, um, <laughs> I would no idea what it means. Two, uh, a certain someone I know, I won't say the name of the person just in case, I don't know if they want to tell them, was doing a dub of Higurashi. And I auditioned for uh, for the dad, and I think I got the dad Earl, and I don't know what happened with it, but um, I just remember voicing the dad like Timmy Turner's dad. And <laughs> now, 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 I think they accepted it as a joke, but looking at it now, it really doesn't fit. No, I would say more Jimmy Neutron's dad fits more. Anyway, and, <laughs> and three, hey Jimbo, what? Hey what's there, all the monkey all over the wall? <laughs> And three, I was scrolling on TikTok. Oh boy! And and just randomly see this like what looks like an anime TV series of a girl in like orange red hair yelling at this anime protagonist looking guy. And I was perplexed. And all I remember is that detail and the fact that it was indoors. I think. And I remember seeing the hag- hashtag Higurashi. I'm like, oh, that's the anime Kirby fan always tweets about. And then scrolled. That's that's my history. Good history. Okay. <laughs> very very rich. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> so my my the thing I wanted to say was that it's it's some I I could swear I've seen this somewhere on TV tropes. <laughs> Good grief. <laughs> and I specifically, I'm pretty sure. At one point, uh, like we, we uh, Kirby fan uh, pitched this. Hey, we should do something for for this uh, for this thing called uh, Higurashi. And I looked it up, and I saw the picture of the orange-haired girl. And I said, "Is this wait? Is this the yandere thing?" And you didn't say anything. Yeah, I didn't say. I didn't say a word. <laughs> and 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 before before we go any further with anything, I want to make one point perfectly clear. If we're discussing theories and stuff and either one of you say something, it doesn't matter if it's true or not. I'm going to respond with the tied and true random bystander here response. <laughs> I am neither going to confirm or deny. <laughs> no, don't deny. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. The second I knew there was going to be some like spoilers or some murder mystery going on or something. And I knew that was going to be your response to everything. Uh, so so I, mean, I, I do want to have like an active discussion about it because i know what happens i've read this i guess we'll get into my history in a little bit but i've i like higurashi a lot uh but you know if it like you know you know i'm down to humor things but specifically when it's like oh does it do this or how's this or whatever that that's when you know kirby fan 66 turns into random bystander here 66 and yeah we're just we're gonna talk about this chapter yes mostly the first part of any theories will happen near the end probably but this is Again, we're Wash and I. This we we this has been around since 2002. Wash and I have never seen any of these until now. So no, no, I I, I 
I think the reason why I mentioned uh, Yandere was that, but I'm pretty sure I was scrolling through TV tropes and I saw the page for Yandere and I, and I clicked on this clip with no context from, I'm pretty sure this, this ha- had to be either an anime or maybe it was the PlayStation 2 game and it was a cutscene. I just remember a clip of, of Rena laughing with crazy eyes. And I wonder it. if that was. I wonder if that was the same TikTok clip because that sound rings a bell. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a really popular like cutscene d- just for that, just for the scare factor. I mean, I would not be surprised. <laughs> it, it's a shame you did not get the the voice version because that cackle, holy hell! <laughs> oh fuck! I am really glad. Yeah. So this is actually something that I want to talk about uh, now because we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm, I want. I want to delve into the history of it. Leading up to where it started, but I was like, we got to talk about the music and the sound like we just have to. But when it was originally released, as I said, and as is very clearly obvious, Higurashi had a budget of please give me your money. So they did not have (laughs) a lot to work with. Case in point, no, no voice acting. So the version that uh, random went through um, was much more. Neither of you went through it the wrong way. It's very valid going through it either way. Uh, But the version that random went through was a bit closer to what the original version was. Wash had also okay. went through it with the text aligned differently. Random went through it in a way that's kind of more traditional. The names are on the bottom and then there's the text. The way that Wash went through it is the way that the text is like, you know, centered on the screen, like the characters are in the background. Keeps you. Fo- yeah. I, I, I prefer. I, I'm just all the way around an originalist, I guess. I like the, <laughs> the OG backgrounds, the OG sprites, the OG text. But again, no wrong way to go through it. Just uh, again, it's very impressive what he managed to do. Without voices, with compressed oh. sound effects, royalty-free music, <laughs> uh, backgrounds oh, yes. that he took pictures of himself and then just applied filters to. <laughs> I was gonna say they looked real. <laughs> they looked like they were taken by like a by a camera in the two thousands, <laughs> yep. or like a stock yes. photo. Especially, um, especially like camera in the two thousands, like the kind that didn't have very good white balancing. Oh god, yeah, and- the house. We'll talk about the house. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but let's start with the music and the sound effect again. We'll get into like story stuff later on because I know there's a lot to say. There's a lot. Tell me, <laughs> what did you think of the music and the sound? Uh, looking through my notes because I have. Literally, how many pages? 16 pages worth of notes, <laughs> which is the most I've taken for anything work in progress, by the way. Yeah, uh, this, this is like the biggest thing we've... Uh, I remember when, <laughs> we, we, when we're doing the... Which was it? Uh, a very Potter sequel when I said, I hope to God I don't, we don't have to uh, talk about anything longer than three and a half hours. And now here we are with something that's 13 hours. Now here we are, 13 <laughs> <laughs> Nothing will beat Higarashi at this point. And if it does, shit. Anyway, um going to the music, I'm looking that like it's it's so weird how like wishy-washy but good it gets. Like first apparently you have this whole anime intro and then you have like the silence of um the whole the prologue with the chopping going on where it's like very serious, very ominous shit. And then you have this happy anime music. That plays throughout the first couple chapters, which is a mix of, like, the happy, wholesome anime music with the, oh, shit, there's a badass challenge that's going to happen music. Um, the, the, and the circus music. The circus music. Um, 
and it it fits the scenes quite well uh and with the wholesome moments especially and it like really gets you in the mood for like okay there's gonna be a cute introduction moment um oh there's some sad music it's gonna be a sadder moment oh shit's about to go down and shit's oh 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 there's a conspiracy well guess what there's some murdering music happening right now and it fits it really will i don't think i would have been as into it if it weren't for the music uh and sound i uh i I, I definitely think the, the, the sound, like, I, I pick on the sound effects because it's 2002, right? It's, it's fun. Yeah. But uh, the, I think sound effects do just as much of the heavy lifting as the music does, I'll be frank. Um, there's something about, honestly, the sound effects did not bother me at all. Like, I was not thinking, oh, God, this is corny from 2002. I was like, shit. The, the, oh, the first scene, the one that you were talking about with uh, smacking, the, that one set, the only audio that you get throughout that whole thing is is the bat. That's it. Oh, was it a bat? I thought it was I thought it was an axe. I thought it was an axe too until the last episode, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um uh so basically I thought it was like shopping season and um I basically just <laughs> I don't know. And I it is it's the only sound effects you got. It's like one of the few sound effects you hear in like chapter 1 other than like maybe the sound of a punch as Rena punches like of the protagonist and, and Mio, I believe. Is it Mio or Mio? I, I well, Mio, 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 Mio is the other friend. Keiichi's the protagonist. Yeah. By the way, I butchered their names. I thought it was Ketchy. I thought Ketchy. it was Mion. Well, Mion, I was right. Um, Reen, I say I, Rena, not Rena. But um, and Sakato and. Rika, oh, I don't know if I got those right. Did you? I think you, you said Sakato. I think you were close. It's it's Satsuko. You were close. <laughs> Satsuko. Ah, oh, shit. You're close. And and I, and I and with the other characters, I just called them the photographer and the detective because I I don't I can't pronounce the photographer's name. Tomitake. Uh, yeah, no, Tomitake, I can't do yeah. that. Tomitake um, and Oishi. Oishi was fine. Tomitake. Now I got it. But before I was just like, no. <laughs> And that's okay because of what happens to him later. So, uh, only note. because I had to like keep track of of of, uh, of the names on here. Um, Anyone with a p- portrait, I was like, okay, I need to note you down. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When like I even uh, like wrote down, there is a blue-haired teacher, even though she had played yeah! nothing. <laughs> I, she barely contributed anything at one point. She said, but, hey, we're, we're going don't up. don't but troll. Anyway, anyway. Don't troll people when they ask you questions. That's 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 yeah. it. <laughs> that's really it. And I thought she was. Oh my god! It's a portrait. It's the main character. What, is she part of the conspiracy? Is she, did she murder people? <laughs> who knows? We, yeah, who honestly, knows? who knows? But um, back to the music because we keep jumping off topic like yeah, crazy. Yeah, I, I want to add to to what you're saying is that um, on top of the music doing a lot of this is is the absence of music. Absolutely. Did. Oh my god. Absolutely. It is. It, it, uh, it's the yin yang, if you if you will. Like there's st- there's so much to the uh, to like w- when you're in into the uh the, the the that sort of music that they play whenever they're walking home from school, and then it, it and then it just fades out, and it's just nothing while this girl is staring at you with glassy eyes. Oh God, no! Don't, we'll get so to that much. later, but ah, uh, uh, <laughs> there was literally points. Um, uh, there was points where I was like, oh, happy music. I like when there's music, but it's the same thing. A lot of horror games are still doing it. Even, like, I was... 
without a lot of horror games and horror like novels use the tactic of no music to its advantage where they'll just play thing and uh watch can attempt to this my omari instincts kicked in <laughs> whenever there was no music i was like oh shit no because <laughs> without spoiling anything when there's no music shit goes down <laughs> and it it's was a, the same with this one yeah it's, it's a very it's a very easy very effective way of of creating tension because you you you, you especially by by that point you become so conditioned to the routine to the habits which oh actually my plays God. very much into the story itself because there's a good like <laughs> what five chapters I'd say before things get weird um before the festival so there's the first five chapters uh and then there's the festival which is mostly happy fun yeah. but then starting like halfway through chapter seven so we'll just say like six chapters we'll say half of it is yeah, happy fun yeah. half of it is uh happy fun <laughs> <laughs> so i guess now would be a good time unless you had anything to add with the music um i'm just trying to think of more of the sound effects now as well because they also played a good part uh, for, for the for the goofy stuff you know it's i i don't want to downplay the happy fun times but it is very much you know what you'd expect like when a big moment happens you get that <laughs> one uh i love the sound effects that they had for the gun that pops down that little like that weird yeah. gun it's like okay <laughs> no budget uh but again it really does <laughs> well it wasn't an air rifle to be fair oh, that's tr- tr- yeah. true <laughs> i love i love the festival like you way you could tell like they're getting close to bringing the bear down with a Boom. Yeah, yes, like, I love it. <laughs> oh, oh, and the, uh, this is especially showing up uh, uh, quite often in the um, in the second half of the story, where the ambiance that they add, yes. especially the slow motion ambiance. Whenever they suddenly like th- suddenly like it's frozen in time, and there's a. Exactly, exactly. And it, it's it's a very subtle thing, yeah. One one thing I loved in and almost made me remind me of a certain literature club game. Um <laughs> there was one point I think it was the last chapter in like when you get a close up of like either Oh god it's either um <laughs> I was so Re- Re- Rena's face or both Rena and me on both, yeah. Rena. Yeah, yeah, and you just hear like this happy music and all of a sudden you hear the sudden ominous music creep in yes. and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> yeah. no, no, this is wholesome. No, please don't ruin this. Please. <laughs> uh, but that that's, yeah, they did good. It, the, it really enhanced things a lot. And if this was no, bu- and honestly, the fact that this was low budget and um was like copyright free music I, I, it, and like stock sound effects. It didn't bother me. Yeah, like, in fact, I didn't no. even notice. It, it doesn't bother me. It's honestly, I don't want to say one of my favorite parts about it, but it's definitely to me the most impressive part that he's yeah. able to do it so effectively with talking about the history and stuff. The part that makes me laugh the most. So royalty free music, obviously, it exists, but uh, royalty free they they don't all come at the same volume. So what he had to do was he like had specific software that would either raise or lower the volume of the music. But because he didn't really know what he was doing from a technical side, the original launches of the game had horrible audio balancing. So (laughs) he would just constantly have to like update the game, resell it. And those versions would have better audio and a bunch of other 
random fixes. <laughs> oh, so in order to have the true experience, I needed to like crank up the speakers up and down. That's what. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, this isn't this is an what? interactive novel. <laughs> <laughs> what I did want to uh, add, just one one final uh, note, I'll add to something I just uh, now thought of was there's a certain like I felt this is really effective. There was a certain point. Um, because it's so, it's really easy to, like I said, it's really easy to just cut the music to create tension. But one, one thing that, that was really effective was, um, and I think it was the second phone call with Uishi. Uishi? Uishi, yeah. Oh, oh God, Uishi. I know what you're talking about. Oh, Uishi. no. Um, and they're having a phone call, they're having a phone call, and the, the music is, the music is playing, and then at a certain point, they're having a, uh, they're having a regular conversation, and you hear a doorbell. Yeah. But, it's, but nothing, it, the conversation keeps going, the music keeps going, and then at a certain point, it was like, wait a minute, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> this is doorbell. I, it's taken my everything not to talk about that scene specifically, but yes, uh, brilliant, brilliant. Oh my Absolutely. god! And it's it's even more effective when later down the line shit happens and you hear that <laughs> doorbell again, and it makes it kind of makes it, it's very hard to make something like a doorbell sound suspenseful. It, it takes a good writer, yeah. <laughs> Damn, like the fact that they started it with that and kept it like that even all the way till the very end. Like, damn, kudos to you, kudos to you, my friend. You did yes. it. You did it. So, who is this Absolutely. friend you were talking about? You may ask why. I will answer. You are talking about the the writer, the man, the myth, the legend himself. Uh, Ryukishi07 is what he goes by uh, to the to the public eye. Um, growing up, uh, you know, he liked to play video games a lot, uh, have some very clear inspirations. Not, not all of them horror, but obviously you're going to have horror inspirations when, you know, <laughs> you read the story. So he had joined a... Uh, so the term... It's a bit hard to explain. It's called a doujinshi group in in glorious Nippon Ichi. Uh, basically, it's just like a group of artists that come together to make a product. Uh, typically, you find manga. Uh, you'll find art used for card games and stuff like that. But that's that's the basic idea. Uh, he he joined that group, and at some point while he was in that group, he had decided that he wanted to make a game because he really liked games. Um, but the one thing, well, he felt he was lacking two things. One was technical savviness, which is fine. You know, you can get someone else to do that. But life experiences, those are the other things that he felt he was lacking. So he he started to work. Uh, his first job, we don't really know much about. He doesn't talk about it. But for 10 years, he worked as a public servant. And in those 10 years, he learned a lot. And a lot of what he learned is what he used in writing the story. But as far as actually, you know, doing the game itself, he pretty much, the team was... Him and his brother. That was, that was the team. Uh, his brother handled <laughs> like testing and stuff to make sure that things worked. Obviously, you know, they didn't go perfectly, but, you know, this is a long game here. You got to get the product out. Um, mm-hmm. So he helped with that. Uh, but for the most part, like the writing, that was Ryukishi. The photography for the backgrounds, that was Ryukishi. Character art, that was that was Ryukishi. Uh, everything was, was basically him. The only additional member... That um, through his group, he had met a friend. Um, the longer we go through stuff, the more his name is going to pop up. Uh, goes by the name BT, uh, and he became Ryukishi's editor. So, thankfully, Ryukishi had an editor. <laughs> um, nice. And you know, working on the game, uh, released a demo. Not that many people played it. Probably like 
100 that that ballpark not a lot of people but people played it you know and you know that they gave him advice and stuff cool uh then came time to sell the game now the problem with selling the game is that visual novels at the time uh needed a few things to work there was one specific company that was selling visual novels that kind of like they made a formula uh they had to be dating sims they had to have porn they had to have like it was just like it was like a checklist and and higurashi actually does meet a few of these you can tell that he was being inspired by the pros uh obviously there's no porn and i'm very thankful for that um yes (laughs) yes but you know he gets to comicette which is the place that they sell this stuff uh you know hundreds of thousands of people are showing up at this point and uh, um he did not sell a lot uh the first time that he sold i think he said he was prepared with like 100 units and he sold five it did not sell uh but he kept at it kept working at it uh finally managed to you know through word of mouth when it finally launched you know he at least managed to sell like 100 copies that that ballpark but you know stores wouldn't take it because it didn't look good enough people wouldn't buy it because it didn't fit the conventions at the time like you know a lot of people really wanted their dating sims to you know be dating sims word of mouth getting around that it's a horror game without you know without porn in it you know who's gonna buy it uh, but he kept at it. Everybody who bought it, he said, you know, tell your friends about it. Stuff like that. If some insane marketing strategies, have, such as if you contact me and tell me ways that I can improve the story going forward, I will give you the next volume for free. Uh, if you buy <laughs> the trading card thing that my group is doing, if you order them, I will give you the first <laughs> the, the what we read i will give you that for free like just just any way any way that he possibly could to get the game out because he really wanted to tell his story um that's not even going into i know i briefly told you guys about this that's not even before all this started uh he was friends with a theater group and he wanted this to be a stage play at first uh because there was um like a newcomer screenwriter contest where you'd win the u.s equivalent of like a thousand dollars if you performed your thing and it won uh, that's what this was originally. It was like, it's like an hour long, super short, super different. Um, and then you just, it's, it's a wild ride <laughs> when we're all caught up, I was gonna when say. we're all caught up and you don't have to worry about spoilers. Definitely look into it because it's, I it's, was, a, it's a ride. The, the hurdles that he had to go through and the way that it got successful hmm. is also really funny, which we'll talk about later down the line, because unfortunately, um, it didn't get successful right off the bat. Like more books were coming out and it was still like a niche thing that only a couple hundred people were really into. But something happens later that changes. Yes, it's it. very funny. <laughs> but um cuz I know it's like we got from here, we got from here to a manga, an anime, a PlayStation 2 game. Like there's quite a this quite the uh, big he, he is a giant. It's not like the biggest thing, but it's huge. It's it's big. Now that the, you know, we got the history out of the way, uh, the way that we're going to be splitting this up, uh, it's just the way that makes the most sense to me. Um, we're going to start by tackling the first five chapters pre-festival when, you know, it's just the characters having fun. We're exploring the village, finding out, you know, everything about the world of Hinamizawa. Then we're going to talk about the festival. That won't take too long, uh, but the festival is very important. You could argue it's the most important chapter in the whole game. Oh my um, god. Yeah. And then we're gonna talk about when things go downhill. 
Yeah. So let's start. Let's start with the happy fun times. Chapters one through five. Um, every well, first off, the intro, and I mean like intro, yeah, the intro, very beginning, like, uh-huh. the very beginning. That um, that sets off like this isn't going to be your average like oh everything's so cute romance simulator. I mean, it has moments in it like that, but um, yeah, you know, there's I like oh that's the sound of something being hit or chopped. Someone's dying. What's gonna happen? And then it cuts to cute anime moments of a artless protagonist um, hanging <laughs> out with. <laughs> well, that's that's that that is a nod to the bonus episode where he complains about not having a portrait. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, and anime girls, um, which I, at first I was like, okay, okay, um, I don't really know where this is going, but you know what? I'll roll with it. I. If Kirby fans showing this, there's obviously more to it than just cute anime girls. I, 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 uh, wait, wait, wait. Are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to stand like... I w- un- <laughs> also, I kept getting... Do- the only other thing to compare it with would be Doki Doki Literature Club. And I'm like, they did the same damn thing. Very easy comparison. They did the same damn thing. And I'm like, okay, shit's going to go wrong. I'm ready for it. I know it took a while there. It's probably going to take a while here. And then... Just like with Doki Doki Literature Club, I was slowly getting into the wholesomeness, especially, <laughs> especially, and call me a hopeless romantic. Call me a freaking <laughs> hopeless chipper. romantic. But I, I, I want. I was like, oh, Green is adorable. Why they just make a move? Damn it! <laughs> just stop teasing her and tell her how you feel before shit goes wrong. Well, you, you gotta <laughs> understand, her heart belongs to Colonel Randy. I know, but, <laughs> but who helped her, helped her get it? Who helped her? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I would just the whole time, even though she was like, just come on, get together. Especially when he wins her the fucking bear. I'm just like, fuck, this is the moment. Do it. And they didn't. And I was mad. <laughs> <laughs> there was the moment where, where everybody thought that KT chose Rena is a deal. That's what it was. It was his. It, it, was a key, it was a keychain. <laughs> it was a keychain that it? he made when he was younger. And it's cute and it embarrasses him. How? Yeah, and I would just I, like, oh I, god, I, he's the, taking... He got like pummeled. Yeah. yeah. The, well, listen, now that, you, now that you know there's nothing wrong, can, can you get off me, please? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's the different, that, that's the that's the middle chapter. That's, that's yeah, the, well, the, we'll the get back to that. Um, we'll get yeah. back to that we're, one. We're kind of jumping all yeah, over so the place. I, I guess but, before um, I give I give my two cents, because there's something about these first, well, for the most part, for these first five chapters that it, it, it's very important, and uh, I hope you caught on to it, but uh, we'll hear what Wash has to say first. I, the first five chapters was the, <laughs> was the multiple chapters where the whole plot is, let's play a game, <laughs> and they yeah. play a game. <laughs> Let's let's play tag. Let's play. Okay, you cannot uh, tell cool. me that zombie tag is not like the the hypest oh, thing. There's, um, it is all. It, not only was it fun, but it's also great foreshadowing. Uh, yes, there's the whole. There's so much foreshadowing that I want to look back at. Hell, the whole murder chapter. Jesus Christ! <laughs> like even I was like, okay, I don't. I'm not that subtle, but they're they're saying I did it with the bat, and I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, there was a whole lot of like it was just like uh, board games or playground games. Th- this is about um, 
uh, uh, KT fallen into a routine, and, and, and there's a regular routine. Sometimes they, you know, they have uh, they they have some off days where it's like uh, we can't make it, uh, we can't do it for for this reason or that. But they 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 have a a regular routine, and they get they get they get they bond together as a group in um in many different ways. Obviously, um, the the relationship with KT and Satoko. Uh, <laughs> um, it's kind of like a big, bro- it's big brotherly. I'll say yes. it like that. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe big. I got too. It's like that's how like an older brother would tease her little, his little sister, and how yeah. she would uh, put thumbtacks on his chair and uh, on on his on his door. She is vicious. Yeah, Jesus uh, Christ, the meanest motherfucker. <laughs> but you gotta love her. Yeah, like they, they talk about <laughs> later that when Rena went there. Just like, yeah, I remember. I, I sat in the chair. There, there was a thumbtack. I went through it too. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we. Um, oh no, this was this was something that, that was revealed um, uh, in, in the second half. But at one point, uh, uh, she was saying like that that Mion, uh, uh, that Mion used to uh, used to suck ass of these games, and that uh, it, she would eventually just learn just figure out how to cheat really well. Yep. Um, and that also pays off in a big way later on. Um, yeah, it's like the littlest, the so, most random little little lines. They they come together. Absolutely. Yep, there, there's a point at the very, uh, in, the, in the first chapter, because the, the, the pretense of it, uh, but not the beginning, beginning, but after that, um, the, 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 at a funeral, Casey's at a, at a funeral. And at, at one point he kept hearing somebody, uh, I, I believe a woman, uh, he said, saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, I do. Oh my God. Sorry. I didn't know that. I, see, I wrote that down because I mean, for me that, that felt like this is going to pay off later, but also for, for me, it was like. How how is he not clu- for, like at the time? Obviously, clueless. Watch <laughs> with just what was like. How is he not realizing that like she's apologizing to a corpse? And she's she's just saying like how can how can there be any um saying something along the lines like how how can there be anything uh, oh the, the, uh, no, the how how there can't be any mistake uh that that is irreparable. Um, and it, oh it's like, yeah, I wrote that down well, too. There, there are a couple, namely dead people. <laughs> no matter, no matter how bad the mistake, it has to be forgiven. I'm like, it's. I literally wrote, "It's gonna bite me later in the plot, isn't it?" <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and of course, by the end, we realize what the "I'm sorry, I'm sorry" actually is. But uh, we're not at that point yet. We're still in Happy Fun Land. Happy Fun I Land. Liked happy Fun Land. Happy Fun Land was nice. I, I don't remember. It was my first time pick, reading through that I like fully picked up on this. But what's what's very important about these chapters, the classroom scenes, you know, where they're playing board games and trying to metaphorically kill each other. <laughs> uh, what's important about those, as Wash said, is establishing the routine. What is yeah. very important about after the happy fun times is that this is how you learn of Kinamizawa and like the the location. Oh yeah, you learn mm-hmm. where Keishi's house is. Um, Rena is on the way to to the high school. They walk a certain point. They meet up with Mion at the certain uh, fork in the road. Then they can go to the school. Mm-hmm. Then you take this turn 
takes to the shrine where Rika and Satsuko live. You take this turn, leads you to a forest. If you go further through there, yeah. it'll take you to the dumpster where Rena dumpster dives for how how cute things like Colonel Randy. But you learn, you learn. Oh. It, it's it's less. It's honestly, it's less about learning and just more about feeling like you're actually there. Not as much as yeah. it's not. Oh, uh, relate to the main character, so you feel like you're really into it. It's you know the layout of the town. You know where yeah, everything right. is. You know how everybody acts. You know you 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 feel you kind of feel like you're a part of it, which is kind of the whole thing that made Keiichi initially feel welcome and then not so welcome. Yeah, especially that that page off in like the what's it eleventh chapter, where suddenly like he has to figure out his way. Oh no, there's the final chapter maybe where he actually had to figure out his way through via fork in the road. Like he just went down a completely. It went down a street, he has no idea where he is, mm-hmm. and he just kind of just stumbled through, and then suddenly, oh, yeah, yeah, now I now I know where we are. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I'm just trying uh, to think that, about. There are so many things that we've gone through for this, and it's actually even before I had the idea of doing Higurashi for for this podcast. I think like Onward was the first time that I thought about this that that far back. Uh, specifically, Wash says this a lot, but random, random too. But it's just like. You know, it's it's the, the the world of whatever we're talking about. It's like it could be so much better. And I always, whenever I think about world building, I I always think about Higurashi. It's just it's yeah. always what I think about because mm. so much goes into again locations, directions, the landscape, the routine, the, the- characters, their relationship. Obviously, we haven't seen everything yet. This is first of eight, but. <laughs> but it's 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 important it's important to just you know nail stuff like that right away. Oh yeah, and honestly, it's a different, technically a different medium from everything else. So you are able to explain a lot more through a visual novel than you are with like say a movie or a, or a theater thing, theater production, because you are able to get those details in. Um, because it's I treated Hikarashi kind of like a book, um, which appropriate i believe a book um, with sound how, like a book with sound pretty much an audiobook if Ooh. you will today's episode is sponsored by audio <laughs> what's that audiobook audible audio audible? audible today's episode is sponsored by audible Higurashi um, on audible oh no yeah uh but anyway um to go slightly off topic there are actually moments that were kind of funny um well, that's not off I was topic like, we're so we're talking about yeah. you know happy fun time one of the chapters that stands out to me was I think chapter four um uh, zombie tag? the game no um oh wait no I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry chapter episode. wait what is it well which game was it, was it? chapter they... five chapter five when they were playing president that game yeah and okay. they basically had to do like penalties out of a hat and they set it all up to just like where Kishi is just winning constantly um yeah and but first, you see uh, Mio, who just add an end to the end. It's Mio, and you keep calling her Mio. Oh, who? Sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, at first, it starts with Mion, who loses, who has to pet the head of the bald principal, um, and who who what is it? Geojitsu mask? Yeah, he's he's the real <laughs> deal. Yeah, he. And at first, I'm like, okay, how's this gonna go? And literally, you just hear like sound effects of just and just 
<laughs> stock kung fu sound effects ever, but they're funny. Yes, um, I agree. I agree. And and then you just see Mion just go. Alright, is that good enough? And she's just like beaten up. I'm like, okay. And then Kishi keeps winning and everything just becomes uh the quote the, the quote the book. He develops his own harem uh, a bit. Uh I believe he uses that word. That was the word, yes, harem. And then like uh like Rika uh Rika's wearing cat ears. Um Rina is undresses, well, but thankfully is only in her gym outfit. And all this shit that, like, basically, and then Kishi eventually loses, and guess what his penalty is? Everything. All. 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 <laughs> and I'm just like, that... Now that's where the comedy comes in. <laughs> and, um, and I just thought it was great that he not only has to wear all this shit, and do all this shit, and and... Um, but he also, it also makes the payoff of the principal work even more. And I just love how that part of the chapter ends. And I'm like, that was genuinely hilarious. And I did not expect that from this game. One, one, one of the laughs that I like the most is that when Rena and Rika are by themselves and Rena doesn't know that Rika's a zombie, but then she starts coming up to her and Rena's looking around desperately for help. And then she's just like, Keiji, help me. And then everyone's like, oh my God, there he is. Get him. <laughs> and she's like, sorry. And she just like runs away. <laughs> Like, oh, that Rena. Oh, <laughs> uh, but, and just as she's about to get zombified, the bell rings. <laughs> because Ishii gets, dis- Ishii gets distracted by, like, how cute she is or some shit. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, are you ready? And she's like, if it's you, it's okay. And he's like, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, my heart. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, the ship. The ship. <laughs> like, you. goes just like, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for it. I'm like, but oh, it, it, oh, it was. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is how they say it in the visual novel. So let's go, Enrica. Give Keiichi the death of a thousand tickles. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds right. And, and it's it's, even, it's it's like it's like Wash was saying before. It's like that's just part of the routine. That's just like yeah, they're they're weird. They're all yeah. really weird. But it's just like that's how it is. That's how it is. That's how they are. Oh, if there's anything, this this these this book made me want to play some card games. I want to play, I want to try zombie tag. Yeah. Like, you play a game of tag where, you know, you tag somebody and then they're also it. It's literally the same thing, except instead of being it, you're a zombie. (laughs) (laughs) No, so, I want to play tag the way that they play tag. Like, a student Uh, comes up and is like, hey, has anybody seen Keiichi? His mom's in the front of the building. He's looking for him. Oh no, has someone seen Keiichi? His house burnt down. Hey, somebody think Casey? He's a big pervert. <laughs> oh god, we need to tell Rena that she is the savior of humankind. <laughs> and all the kids okay. are running up to her. She's like, "What are you talking about? Do anything it takes to win." Yeah, like, that's the card game. That the card game that they play. That they play with the old cards. So everybody except for Casey knows what the card numbers are, and he just has to like desperately try. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. And I was like, "This seems very unfair," but also. <laughs> Because I would be pissed if I was playing that card game. <laughs> but at the same time, it makes it more challenging. Um, and what was the penalty for that again? Uh, they wrote something on his face. Oh, hey, yeah, you're right. That wasn't too bad. Could have been worse. They, okay. they, oh, they never revealed what was on his face either. They, I, I, I thought there was gonna, there's going to be a moment where they like look in the mirror and he say, like, oh, there's some like 
They, they, they threw a penis. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, would you put it past me on them? <laughs> no, not at all. Well, that I, that's what I'm saying. Like Mion. Oh, speak. Like one of one of her first lines of dialogue is a dick joke. You know, Sansa going to get bothered by Erika. She's like, ah, who cares? Yeah. I was just gonna say each the chapters also do a good job of like establishing each of the girls as like individual characters, uh, especially Mion, especially Mion and Rena. At least the facade of them, maybe. Uh-huh. Uh, so you're, you're not wrong. I fully agree. What Higurashi does that, God, I can't tell you how many. I don't even want to say like visual novels or anime, like freaking me, like art <laughs> still has this problem, but uh, they do a really good job of characterizing Keiichi, too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. He has personality traits, he has wants, he has desires, he has good traits, he has bad traits, he's. A character, he is. He is, and a lot of people don't get that. A lot of people don't get that right. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he is a dick. Oh my god, he teases Rena so much, and I'm just like, it, like from the start, like he would not let Rena alone. Just, just with with all the star, like just just going into a web of star casualm and stuff, and just like teasing. Like even in the second half, when he was starting to be more suspicious of his of his friends, like um. Uh, uh, Mion ca- uh, called up and he pretended to be his dad <laughs> just, to, yeah. just, just to be like oh I'm sorry I'm sorry to, uh, uh, to, uh, it's nice to meet you so. <laughs> idiot <laughs> yeah. um, uh, he, and Rena usually falls for it too cause like at least Mion will fight back and he's back and as well but first off Rena, Rena. or Rena? Um, Rena. It's, it's, Rena it's Rena they have a whole okay. thing where it's like it's specifically Rena. Alright, okay. Yeah, Rena. One of the tips. Uh, oh, we could um, talk about the tips, too. <laughs> Rena, um, basically, she will, she will, she's not the teaser. She will blush at everything and everything. There's literally one point where, um, I think it was, like, the second chapter where they're trying to, like, see who can get apples uh, from Re- from Rena. <laughs> yep. And literally, uh, Kishi I don't even know, remember what he says, but it just causes the, the um, inverted filter to come yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, <laughs> yep, that worked. <laughs> Which, by the way, that's another tool that's like strangely effective. Um, like it's great for the funny moments, but there's like literally one point. I think it was, um, it was chapter three where I literally one note I had is the inverted is not used for comedy. Repeat the inverted <laughs> is not used for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they, he gets he gets a lot of uh, comedic applications of uh, I, I don't know how to describe it things. Yeah, he uses a lot of tools. Uh, I, I appreciate that. You know, it's not it's yeah. not the same joke over and over. Oh, thank God. Yeah, mm-hmm. because it could easily fall into that trap. Mm hmm. Wash has been no. a bit quiet, so understandable. So, what do you have to add, <laughs> I buddy? I'm trying to think. Like, is, I, I, I feel like I should say something substantial, but instead, what I have to say is that there was a certain point that was a. This it had to be an anachronism. I'm sure this was just this was just uh, the, the author plugging in like a, like an inspiration. But at one point, Casey makes a makes a reference about like a. Uh, uh, if if they get in a uh, if they get trapped on an island with explosive collars, which is very clearly a battle royale reference, which came out in 1999. 
And this came out in, and this was set in 1984. Yeah. Um, no, he talks about fighting game stuff at 1.2 and fighting game. Street Fighter wasn't until 1987 and Street Fighter 2, yeah. when fighting games became a real thing, was the 90s. <laughs> that, that, that was, that was the thing that it, it, it took a long while. It wasn't, it, it really wasn't until the, the mention, uh, of the, um, uh, of the uh the the dam the the uh the the brutal murder um that we actually get an ex- a specific date and even then it takes until i th- i think like chapter 6 that we that we get a specific date 1984 well, at, at the at the um, beginning when um i mean it's not an exact date but we do get a year at the very beginning it oh, does okay. say I, it I does say uh, i think then. it's 1983 uh, but we do, yeah. we do, we do get the year. Mm-hmm. It's once we get closer to the festival, that's when we find out. It, it's specifically June. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um. So and, and like it's, it feels very timeless overall. The um the one of the only thing, things that I mean obviously uh, nobody has cell phones. Yeah. 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 Keiji Keiji has a wireless receiver. That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> not, not only that, but like like. Uh, he makes the point about when, when he entered. Uh, obviously, this is the second half. He makes the point about like uh, when he enters uh, OEC's um, car, and he, he was like, "Wow, this car has air conditioning." <laughs> Specifically, this this is a thing that Higurashi fans, especially right now, I don't know why, but like if you know Higurashi, you know Oishi says, "Let's talk in my air conditioned car." <laughs> <laughs> Like it will, hey. it will always be relevant. It will just always be relevant. He has it an air conditioned car. It's a great. Car. I really, I really, I really love the air conditioned car because it's so cold and rigid out there, and then or in there, and then out in Hinomizawa, it's so hot. It, it, obviously, uh, this is for the for the second half, but that definitely, um, that definitely gives the the location more of a foreboding uh, uh, energy with the, just stepping out into a not air-conditioned <laughs> car and suddenly yeah. the, everything just feels oppressive. Um, but again, that's the yeah. second half. Yeah. Uh, I guess the only, the only thing uh, with the yeah. first half that we haven't really talked about yet uh, would be Tomitake. But yeah, I was about to say, um, I really like his role in this because he's technically the one from the very beginning that introduces uh, Kishi to the fact that something is wrong in this town. Yeah. So for because because I think Peachy's was, an idiot and he tells a random stranger that they're looking for an arm. <laughs> Moron. No, it's like, no, that's what happens. Tomatake is like, oh, is that your friend? And Kichi's like, yeah, she might be searching for one of those missing arms. Oops, I wasn't talking to one of my friends. Idiot. And that's when Tomatake says, here, they're still missing one. And that's what gets Keiichi, that's what gets Keiichi suspicious. That the next time that they're there when Rena runs off to get the tea... He searches for the tabloid magazine and finds the article about the dismemberment, which leads into everything. Yep. 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 Uh, so well, not only, like even before the even before the magazine, there's a um the the, the he he asks her directly like would this something this something happen and she and she just flat out says like quickly no same with me on nothing happened and, and that 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 helped a bit to. Uh, just to like, to stun you a bit, like because it's it's so it's like right even right there, like Rena isn't acting as she usually is. Yeah, there's something there's something different going on here, and it's a it's a it's very subtle, very subtle, but it's there. Yeah, 
I think literally like a few minutes after she goes back to being regular Re- Rena. And yeah, she's, she's like skipping along and still like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and honestly, I was too distracted by the shipping moments to even care. But <laughs> I know, me too. Rena and Colonel Randy. How? Uh, how? I like Tomataki's role in the story a lot, not only for all the reasons that Random was talking about, but also the guy's a dork. Yeah, he's a dork, and he's like super shy. There's one point where he he, he and me on banter, and he's just like losing terribly. Oh, uh, it's worse <laughs> than how like Keiichi does against her. Like he yeah. just doesn't know what to say. He's like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'll, I'll go. Bye." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I was like, "Oh, they know each other. Interesting." Uh, was when he uh, looked into the tabloid yep. and he finds out about the about the the murder and then uh, at the end of the chapter there's the tips where it goes into the details and uh, and establishes it a little a little bit on it and then at the very end it just suddenly has like goofy yep, music the advertisement, the advertisement yep. like, <laughs> The, the, by the by, the G Gen Dragon Dra- bracelet for only twenty seven thousand eight hundred yen. That, that was uh, 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 a little too much, at least for this for, for the for this particular moment. That that one felt a bit a bit missed to me. But to each their own. I don't know. It, 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 and again, that com- that that also comes in in like the second half, where like Oishi is uh, Oishi is like uh, saying some really grim. Hail, uh, when they're discussing the case, and then all of a sudden you said, "Give me, give me four cream puffs, jumbo." <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? The, literally, was in my notes was I want some cream puffs. <laughs> I want some cream puffs. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, we could either start talking about the festival because we have it going on. Let's just get into the festival. The festival. The okay, the so festival. There, there's the two festival. different halves of the festival. There is a. Uh, Happy festival, and there's not happy festival. Yeah, uh, there's not there's not too much on the outset to say about the festival. That's I'm sure random was having a heart attack of shipping moment. <laughs> oh my god, that whole I I think that's kind of when everybody does. It's the it it is the perfect romantic comedy moment, and I'm just like, oh please. There's even a line where uh, Ichi goes. What am I doing? I should probably just stop going around and tell her how I feel, basically. I'm just like, yes, you finally <laughs> took six chapters, but damn it. <laughs> um, and then it's this whole little nice thing, and it's just like everyone's trying so hard to get the bear, and you even have the moment where Tamataki's like, I'll get it for Reed. I'm like, I'm like, don't you fucking dare. Don't you dare <laughs> steal <laughs> Don't you dare ruin this ship. You'll be dead. And I'm like, I, and I regretted putting that note in later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. And um, I just, it's just like a whole nice moment. It's really cool because they're still competing. They're still having fun. They're still doing their usual routine. I love uh, the same thing happens to Keiichi in, in the first half. But when Domitake asks what the club members do. They all give like these wild, exaggerated responses, and Rika's just like, "We play games with each other." Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's the only one that can actually like. That's actually gonna tell him what the hell is going on. <laughs> I uh, love Rika. This, this is not. This is. This, this is nothing. This is not not a uh, critique. It's just something that that like, especially as it was like in the first. Uh, the the first along the first half, they were mentioning the, the festival more and more. Um, and it just got got me thinking, like, are, are festivals really that 
big of a deal in Japan, yes. or is it something like American movies where where it's like the pep rally or the school prom means <laughs> everything? Um, at, at, yeah, at, at a younger age, festivals are a bigger deal. Okay, oh, that's fair. That's fair. It's like it's like pre adulthood once your life is quote unquote done forever, as is the case of Norm in Japan. <laughs> When you're when you're still young and happy, <laughs> festivals are a much bigger deal. Yeah. So for them, yeah, it was fair, a big thing. Fair. Um, and sure. then there was the there was a half of that, and then things. Yeah. So you see, uh, Rika carrying this like big hoe. I think they describe it as. Yeah, or, yeah, it's a large, it's a large hoe. It's yes. Um, and there she just she's like doing the shrine thing, and. And it's like, it's kind of serious. And then they go out and they do something where they like with the cotton and they're like taking away all their sins or some shit. And it's just like, oh, great. Another cute moment with Rena. Um, and then they get separated. And then the conversation happens. <laughs> the conversation. First, by the way, a note I put another character. She's not in the box art. And again, Tomotake is the one who unveils the wool from Kichi's eyes. Every time reading this, this always gets me, even though obviously I've read this like seven times already. Um, When Kichi's just asking him about the dismemberment and he explains everything, Kichi's like, alright, I'm good. And then he starts talking about the the fact that there's more. Like this whole time, this whole time, you've been thinking, oh, somebody's arm got dismembered and like, that's it? But it's like, you're scratching the surface on this. There's so much more. So much more. It, like, like the 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 arm scenario. That was the, for lack of a better term, progenitor of yeah, everything. Yeah. Um, it, it's it, it's not it's not the start because uh, as you go into it, like it turns out, the town itself is haunted. It's haunted as ass. <laughs> but but like that that was like the oh shit. Yeah, never. Yep, things are not quite what they seem. And the uh, he's like go, going through, and the the the, uh, the 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 great lion was like he's talking about. Oh, what about next year? Oh, what happened next year? Oh, next year? And then they just look. That, that's, that's today. The day. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, can I just say? Um, I don't know if this line happened. <laughs> I think it's line happens. I think it happens when they're writing the t-shirts. Or something happens, uh, but someone says the line, "I'm gonna end up dead last," and I think that's Tomotake. And I literally just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> because oh no! I'm like, <laughs> he's dead weight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's Shaun of the Dead. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Deleted scene: Shaun of the Dead. Edgar Wright. Yeah. Edgar, uh, I was about to say Edgar Wright Spectre whenever dies. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But but yeah, that line caught me of, and I was just like, this isn't too important of a chapter. That's gotta be f- obvious foreshadowing. That's gotta be. Well, here's something that, that's like, it's, it's crude at the moment, and then it's just like, oh fuck no, was, um, because uh, they're talking about, like, Tom, Tomitaka is talking about, like, how he visits every year and stuff, and he's thinking, like, I probably don't want to live here. Like it's far away from everything. There's not mu- there's not that many shops around here. Like um, and, and um, uh, K2 uh, said something along the lines of there isn't much of anything here, but there are lots of things you can't find anywhere else. And at the time, 
That's like, oh, he's home. <laughs> but yeah, now we know. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. There, yeah, there are lots of things, lots of people you can't find <laughs> anywhere else, and you're never going to find them again. And I remember thinking the whole time, like, something's going to happen tonight. Something's going to happen tonight. Please don't let anything bad happen to Rena. That's the only thing I was thinking. I was like, don't let the ship die. And then as soon as the next chapter happened, I saw Rena. I was like, oh, thank fuck. Everything's fine. Yeah, I mean, even what? that, you know, if we're going to talk about the tips, you know, there's the one where, uh, as we find out, it's Oishi, uh, you know, pulls up to where a dead body was, you know, someone, as they're saying, oh, I hope nothing happens tonight. No, something happened. And I love the way that it's, it's formatted. I, the way the tips are formatted is that you already know everything about the dismemberment. So they have information about the second incident, then the third, then the fourth. Even though there's nothing there, they have the fourth. And then they lay the groundwork for the fifth. I love the way that they did that. Or he did that, whatever. Oh, you're talking about with the uh, Tips. um the, the police report. Yeah, yeah. On on the Yeah on the victims for year two, year three, year four. And then Oishi pulls up to year five and sees that as we find out, Komatake died. Yeah. Rip um, rip rip that yes. beautiful man. Yes. Um I um, what was it? Uh, basically, this is where the murder <laughs> mystery thing happens <laughs> because they're playing like their version of Clue, and I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> and well, that was you should have been happy, random. That was another shipping moment between Keiichi and Rena. It was. <laughs> they were gonna be like, we're gonna work together to to beat Mio, and I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do it. And then the teacher was like, you got a visitor. And I'm like, fuck. And then you get the moment where you're Uh-oh, going. Are to- we not talking about the, the second half? Well, 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 I mean, oh. I guess we're talking about well, the second we half we're, now. We're, we're done with the festival, yeah, right? I guess. Is there anything else you have to I say guess. about the festival? Yeah, is there anything else? No, I, th- I think like n- now we're getting d- deep into it. Yeah, yeah, let's let's go. Go. yeah it's second half go. time. And then at first I'm like. Why are you going into the stranger's car? Well, you gotta realize it's, it's Oishi's air-conditioned car. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Oishi just drops the ball that do you know Tomatasuke or basically or do you know this man? And then I oh oh then my heart dropped. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's favorite dork is dead. Yeah. Not only de- is he dead, but how he died. Yeah, graphic. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, the most graphic thing we've covered in the podcast. Thing is, we say murder. <laughs> this is technically not a murder. It's not. Yeah, it, 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 this is good grief. This is like this is the most unimaginable thing of, of, of like a, a man was, I'm just gonna say it, like, scratched himself to death. Yeah. Just using his own nails and, and just in some sort of flight of hysteria, like suddenly just tearing himself apart. Literally. I'm never gonna try to claw my own throat out, but like, you know, your neck gets itchy at times. You you, you scratch your neck, and you know that's like barely fine, right? <laughs> you go easy on your neck because <laughs> you, you just you don't do that to your neck. No, no, not yeah. if unless you were like, oh, you were you were having a fit of hysteria, 
and you and you scratched your neck open. Yeah, and the woman was missing. So just like in the legend, yeah. everyone is someone dies and someone goes missing, and it happened. Oh boy! For the fifth year in a row. Yep. And that's when Kishi got paranoid. <laughs> yeah. Like I literally wrote, "Oh God, he's gonna die." <laughs> He's dead. He, I like that's well, what I knew. Him, He's probably give him, gonna give die. him some credit. He he lasted a while. <laughs> he did. He lasted a goddamn while, and he did everything he could. Um, in the end, it doesn't even matter. But he did it. The murder game was foreshadowing, especially after that incident. And then that's when the cream puffs <laughs> like cream literally puff. just <laughs> literally the they lost their go shopping together. The death is most intriguing. I want cream puffs. Those are my notes. <laughs> <laughs> shit gets real um and then throughout the whole time this is the start where Ichi's routine is just goes into a downward spiral um starting subtly with his lack of sleep I, I mean if I found out that a man I had just had a long conversation with about the curse of this town died like Within an hour of me talking to him. Yeah. I don't know that I'd be able to sleep either. I, I would not. I would be. I would. I would. I would probably be in the same position. I would. You would see me with a bat. Not in a few days from now. And <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I like. Hey, I, I, I'm just going for the little league. That's, that's, that's <laughs> just practicing the swing. <laughs> I mean, you got I'll, I'll give Keiji benefit. Like, I get it. But. You know, he, he sleeps through Satsuko. Like, how do you do that? <laughs> oh my god. And just how he just slowly becomes more and more suspicious of his friends. For good reason, mind you. Yeah, but you um, see, like, over time... But the longer the longer time goes on, you know, the more the more he suspicious... He suspects. That's the word. Chapter, chapter 8 was really, like... Th- that is what I like to call the lies episode. <laughs> Because that's the point where it's like, this is no longer something in his head. This is gone to shit. Yes. Yep. When she shouts, oh, you're lying. Lies. The, the, the moment. The, there, was a, there was a moment where, where he uh, just acts, just says frankly. Uh, uh, are you guys keeping things from me? Yeah, because the whole, the whole thing that makes him suspect them is that they're not... They're not telling him everything. And, and the thing is, is that, like, she's a little surprised, and he pushes on it, and for half a second, we see a brand new model <laughs> of Rena angry, looking yep, angry. Yep, <laughs> yep. And then... We've never seen that before. And then... And, 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 then, <laughs> after, and then after that, you see that, that thing again, and then suddenly, he got a new contact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes! The eyes! <laughs> Contacts. I was watching this late at night when that happened, <laughs> and I just—I literally messaged Kirby fan. I didn't even care. There was one point where I literally messaged Kirby fan, screen capped the eyes, and just went ah. Oh! Uh, every every time you sent me that, I read that in your voice. Your specific ah, oh! like that specific kind. Uh, that that was the first time we saw a hit of Rena's dark Rena's dark side, and. It scared me because I was like, the ship is sunk. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but it still came in a couple points. But um, but that was the moment where I was like, oh, oh, no. Yeah. And, and thing is, 
that wasn't even the end of the chapter. No! Because then, then he goes home. He gets a phone call. The first phone call with Oishi. And Oishi mentioned something about the house, the, the, the guy who killed the housewife in the third year. Um, uh, that, that uh, at some point he choked on a spork. And the, the, the choice of that was weird to me. I don't know if that's just a localization <laughs> thing, but just like spork is a comedy <laughs> word. And, but, but, but really the, the thing was like at the end of that chapter, uh, good old Timmy K- Turner's Casey's dad. dad. Casey's dad is like, hey, Jimbo, I got you some tea for your friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, Jimbo uh, Renna was here just a little while ago. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, I don't- oh, this, uh, this, and, oh, she was here an hour ago. And she just went up there and kind of left. I don't know what you're doing with the ladies there, Jimbo, but, uh, I don't know it's working on so You keep working on something. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my duck collection nice, now. A nice uh, Midwestern accent, Japanese man. <laughs> it is canon now. That you can't talk about motor things, son. People think son. <laughs> this is canon now that um, uh, Ichi's dad is <laughs> now Jimmy Neutron's father. It's huge Neutron. His name is that Keichi. is canon. It's not Keichi Maibra, It's Keichi Neutron. Yes. <laughs> but, 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 the, 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 the motor chapter, but with pie. You just like, no! Why did you waste the pie, son? <laughs> Instead of art and paintings, he's making ducks. <laughs> <laughs> People pay thousands for ducks. She has a whole duck museum. <laughs> hey, Dimbo, I gotta go to Tokyo for the day. <laughs> yeah, go to Tokyo to fix its duck collection. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> Put on the bright side. Back to the serious stuff. Holy shit, she was there the entire time. I really, I really like when Keiji's dad comes yes. in. It's like, no, the happy music. Like we were talking about this before. I think there's the happy music. He's like, oh, Keiji, you, you stud. And then when he says Rana was standing outside the door, you know, that's it. That's it. Scary music. Yep, it's gone. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Hugh. <laughs> no problem, Jimbo. <laughs> okay, okay, we're done. We're done with that joke for now. Um, uh, and um, I just, yeah, I that's when I was like, oh shit. And we didn't mention this before, but this came to my mind. Throughout the almost all beginning chapter, they made jokes of Rana taking people and things home, and that alert that went off in my brain at that moment. I was like, "Oh no, oh no! What if she's responsible for the missing people? Uh, <laughs> they're just they're just in her house." <laughs> I, I knew it wasn't that exactly, but just like that, that has to be some sort of reference to something, um, or just like. They mentioned it so many times that it becomes it's a running joke, you mean, and it's yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this is a joke anymore. So, uh, <laughs> I'm assuming most of what you think the standout scenes are from the second half. I'm, I'm assuming. Um, any any that come to mind, just as uh, like, um, the din- diner scene with oh, uh, Uishi, yeah, yeah. yeah, um, where we learn how. Every single one of Kishi's friends is related to one of the murders in some way, shape, or form. Yep. And 
that Rena is was originally from Hinamizawa. 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 Yes, yes, yes. And she broke the windows of a school she was at and claimed that Orishiro Sama did it and forced made her do it. And I'm just like, oh no. And then, oh yes, he got a diagnosis of uh, uh, dysautonomia. I, I forget what the exact thing that they labeled her with, but she went through. She 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 went through. So she went through therapy, and then afterwards moved back. And then, and this is the whole time where he's sick, where Kishi's sick and misses school for the first time in the whole game. Uh, this is the part where he actually doesn't go to school. Um, and then there, this is where the call where that like I think this is where. He call or Mion calls him, and that's when they pretend to be his dad yep, or some shit, yep. which is funny. And then that was a whole great. There's some good wholesome energy as they're as Rena's sweet and delivering food, and Mion's being Mion and being the dirty old man that she is. And then the famous question is asked: uh, What did you have for lunch? What? <laughs> what did you have for lunch? Was it was it good? <laughs> yeah. And then the same eyes you see from Rena. The same glassiness, yes. They're on me own. Like, and I'm like, <laughs> no! Yeah, Hinoizawa has very similar looking contacts. They're very. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? I vibe with them. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Vibe. That's, that's the word. <laughs> that's the good. <laughs> um, and then at this point, uh, he eats the. Uh, 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 Mion uh, said something along the lines of, I'd hate it if you didn't show up tomorrow. And I'm like, that is a, that's not, that's not a love letter. That is a threat. <laughs> to quote, that's not a love letter. I mean, we get, we get the real threat a little bit later in that chapter. Oh, we when do. They, when, when he has the mushi. <laughs> And when he gets the pie, <laughs> and, the and pie. he bites into he bites into one of his dad's ducks, <laughs> <laughs> aka a fucking needle. Um, which holy shit, um, that's terrifying. And he literally just throws the the moochie pie out into the open. <laughs> I love that he just writes a note on the fridge of a house where other people live that it's like, is there a needle? Yeah. And that's just it. I, 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 like, it doesn't help anybody with is, anything. Like, when, when that happened, when, when that happened, like, when he threw it, uh, threw it away and then ran up to his room, immediately I thought, you idiot, that's evidence. Yes, and it comes back to bite him in the ass later. Even Oishi's like, hey, idiot, did you save the needle? Yeah. <laughs> like, literally. Like, no, I threw it on the <laughs> wall and just left it there. <laughs> I introduced another friend to this, and this part specifically... They just couldn't take seriously because they understood the whole freak out. But specifically, Keiichi just grabbing the food and throwing it at the wall was like a little much. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, he is a teenager. He doesn't know how to deal with his emotions, especially with that. So something that traumatic. Um, but he also was basically that's where he goes into now. I was like, they're not going to kill me. This was just a warning. It's fine. And I'm like, it's all just one wacky misunderstanding. You fucking moron! Like he was, he was saying, like it's not their fault. It's not their. It wasn't their fault. It wasn't their fault. Like he's gone full into like Stockholm syndrome, yeah. where he's he, he's 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 so terrified 
that he's just trying his best to survive in this awful situation. Like he was, he was ready to just forget everything and just and just uh, ask like just, just join the club again and just join in on the fun. It never happens. No. Never does. It it can never happen. He was. I, I think he was close to it with the most. Like when he he was like eating the mochi and he was like thinking like I'll, I'll I'll just have to forget about this and then he was just like, huh? That's that's weird. <laughs> that's 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 the, odd. Hey, that that looks a lot like an like a stone needle. Wait, what did I just say? He said like it looks an awful lot like a stone needle. But as we find out at the very end. There was something that they did to Tomataki. So it's making me wonder, was that actually a sewing needle? Or was that a different kind of needle? I will neither confirm nor deny. I've been yep, waiting this whole time okay. to say that. <laughs> it doesn't there even make too much sense, here. but it's just like, I haven't been able to say it yet. I want to say it. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, as of now, it was a regular sewing needle, but... It's very heavily implied that it couldn't have been uh, as well. So. It's not like it's it's not Tabasco I'm sauce. Say, and that, that, that's what he I'm says gonna, later on. He's like, it wasn't just Tabasco sauce. Yeah. Well, later on in a scene like, that is said, excellent. I just, oh, this thought it was a prank. <laughs> a big prank, bro. A big prank, bro. We'll get to that scene. We're not there yet. Um, I mean, Miami oh, is absolutely the same person who would say epic prank, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um what happens later in the scene this is where he starts to like go to school earlier um he starts doing everything against his routine at this point well, I think. no no the, the the mochi he i mean he was still trying to just make things seem like they were normal he wasn't he, he was still under the impression that like hey so long as you know i i pretend everything's normal things will stay normal but then they started asking him about the mochi and everything and that's when he was just like no 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 oh. no this is a, oh, this is one of those things where the filter was very helpful um, with scaring the shit, living shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> because it's so, oh, yeah, everything's the, the so fine, and and with Rena, and it feels like it's gonna be great. It's like, did you enjoy the moochie? This everything you literally hear like, like the shattering sound. That's when, sound. That's when, that's when there's yep. like that glass break, right? Yep. Uh, and like every thought of like, oh, things might go back to normal is gone. Uh, well, if, if, uh, so, so random talked about the mochi scene. What about you? Watch what what scene do you have to pick out? I, I mean, there's stuff that that we'll bring up uh, as, as we go along. I do eventually want to get into depictions of mental illness because I'm not sure how I feel about that with this uh, with this story. Um, but I. Uh, I feel we can get to that a little bit, uh, a little bit later in. I, I like chapter ten was a little, was a uh, a little bit lighter. Um, not lighter. It's just that there wasn't as much uh, going on as the uh, earlier uh, stuff. Uh, um, Casey's Casey's mom at one point says wellness is a state of mind. Like it's how. It- the average person over in, you know, glorious Japan land, like that's that's just the mentality that everybody kind of yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. Something that's gonna be it's a foreshadowing bit. It's the it's the he's dead weight. <laughs> he's dead weight, Sean. <laughs> um but like yeah, chapter chapter ten doesn't have as as much except at the at the very end in the tips, we see the the, the conversation that um 
that that uh, uh, Rena and uh, Mian ha- uh, said, uh, have, um, where she me- mentions that Oishi is the messenger of Oishiro, um, of o- o- Oishiro-sama. Oh, oh Yashiro, um, you're, you're close. <laughs> oh, oh, Yashiro. Oh, Yashiro. The, it's the emphasis yeah. that they yeah, have. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's typically how it normally um, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the the messenger of Yashiro, and I thought there, this was gonna this was foreshadowing for like uh, that he's in on this. Yeah, same um, here. It's really just it, it's really more that that is the 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 foreshadowing of like they really freaking hate him. Yeah. Um, because because they they t- talk about how how when he visited the Rika's mom, then she died. And when they visited uh, uh, Satoshi, that was when he died. No, hey, hey, he he transferred. Yeah, that, that's it. He, she tra- he was transferred, and and uh, um, and Mion said, "Transfer, <laughs> you're too sweet." <laughs> like, did 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 Rena not know what happened, or did she? Uh, would she not at that moment? <laughs> I will yet? neither confirm nor deny. No, no. <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting it's that. Just, I, saw it. I wanted. I love saying that. <laughs> I think the big thing really is um, chapter eleven. Yeah. Because th- wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wasn't chapter ten where um, he can he talks to his parents about dying and they're just uh, like, "Can what you the put fuck? a clock in my coffin?" Yeah. <laughs> I really like that clock. Yeah. No, like whenever, whenever I think, whenever I think of chapter ten, I always think of when Keiichi gets up early. Arrives, finds, finds the bat, which we find out whose bat that was later yeah, on, and then that's big. But when he goes to get the bat, Satsuko and Rika come in. They're like, "Oh my!" Or Satsuko says, "You're filled with mud." Yeah, I got uh, something happened on the way. I have to change. So he starts to get changed. Satsuko freaks out. She storms off, and Rika's just like, she's just chilling there. Keiichi says, "Why aren't you leaving?" At least Satsuko has to leave because she's not. She's a lady. I'm not a lady yet. Keiichi says, "You're a lady. Get out." And she gets so happy. <laughs> It's like I'm a lady. <laughs> well, that was chapter eleven. I thought that was chapter eleven. That was. Oh, oh it is chapter yeah, eleven. Chapter 11, 11 chapter, yeah. Chapter ten was when he planned to steal the yeah. bat, but chapter eleven was when he actually stole okay. the bat. Okay. Um. And yeah. There, and also, uh, at one point, like right before you, le- right before uh, you left, you said, "Don't lose yes, that yes, bat." Yes. Which is also, which is also and very important. And you know, it's also yes. important before that. Uh, ki- the time. No, oh, Keshi gets hit by a car. Yes, yes, he gets he gets hit by a car. One, yes, or almost does. Yes. Almost does. Yeah, almost gets hit by a white van. Yes. Um, and again, this is the, uh, the other moment where he's like screaming at this, and this whole time I was thinking, look at the plate. Yeah. And and again, again, Oishi says, "Did you get the plate number, idiot?" And he's like, "Oh no, I was too busy swearing <laughs> like, profanities at it." <laughs> That was the productive thing to do. <laughs> yeah, the productive thing to do. Um, and yeah, the, but it's like that was like, oh shit! It's not just the girls. Yeah, it's people it's, driving we vans. Have a, the greater good. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was Rika behind the van, <laughs> with the little tiny like she can't see the she, she she can't really see above the steering wheel. Yeah. So she, no, she wasn't trying to kill him. She's just too short. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're too short. Exactly, they didn't give her a boot to shoot. Yeah. Um, she, she just put she put a brick on the on, on the gas pedal. Yeah. So that's why she just, 
And then after that, like, there's the yeah. first walk home. There's like the walk home where he, she starts to pick up on what's really revealed later is that, oh, who's following him? Oh, it's just Rana. Oh, it's just Rana. And um, that's when they have, that's when it's revealed about the bat. Yeah, whose bat it was. Satoshi's bat. And that's when I'm like, oh, oh, no. Yeah, this, this whole time he's like, oh, I'm. I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing it my way. And it turns out the whole time he's playing himself for a fiddle. Yep. It's all going according to plan. It's all been done before. And what I like about the scene is that it's also it's it's suspenseful, but also makes me feel really, really bad for Rena. Like, I want them like this could be the ship in me. But I'm like, God damn it. Just get along. You know, that, that's the thing about Higurashi. Like, and again, I know part of this is just because I've read it so many goddamn times, but I, you, you two are saying like, oh, it's scary, the horror, all that stuff. But like, at the end of the day, it's just like, this is really goddamn sad. It is. This is a sad story with a very sad ending. Even Satoko is like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting close, but um, now it's like, and then the scene. Well, it's like the. Because we're still on chapter eleven, yeah. right? And there's yeah, and that that was the that was the point where she like came home. Oh, that whole scene, she, that yeah, whole scene and, where and, she knew, but the novel was like not letting us know exact. It was not saying that she knew, but we knew she knew, and she knew she knew, <laughs> and for some reason Kishi didn't know that she, didn't know that she knew. But he's ah, uh, it was so tense. And then that's where we get the. Re- re- Returning routine of routine of I'm sorry. Yeah, when uh, he the 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 kettle ignites and he closes the door, but it won't shut because her fingers are in the way. Yep, and she's just screaming like Ah, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, well, I'm sorry, and she's just and, and uh, <laughs> then then he goes back upstairs, continues the call, and then out in the window he sees Rena's chewing. No wait. She's mouthing something. What is she mouthing? And and she says that out loud, like on the phone, like I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And always she's yeah. like, "What?" No, she's like, "Are you there?" What the fuck? <laughs> Hello. After that, there's three major. I would say there's three major moments that happen. One of them being is the confrontation with Mion, and then the chase. And that's all mentioned for now. Oh, God, that's a lot. That's a lot. A lot for me to cut out post edit. <laughs> I I would I would I would I would dead Tamataki. Wait, what did I just say? I mean, my favorite part of the whole my favorite part of the whole book is Rena at the door, like out of, out of the whole yeah. the whole of chapter one. Really, really, it's probably one of my favorite parts of the of the whole thing. And it wasn't even the end. The the confrontation with Mion, which was brilliantly done, by the way, because it's one of the only times you see Mion like vulnerable mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, she's actually like. Flustered because she she's she's trying to do the same thing that Rena does of just trying of of like uh she's saying, saying oh well I you you I, we can like go inside and like heat up the the heat this up and oh it's got like but it's got like fresh vegetables in here and I I I, I feel like I can do this my we can do this my way and uh, and uh, like Miana's trying to do the same thing but she's flushed she's failing really hard at it. And it seems like she's like really vulnerable, 
and then she's right. uh, like she's crying, and, and then like uh, 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 Casey walks away, and just like <laughs> I, I really like the the description of it, where it's just like the entire the, the entire air, it's like it's like gravity shifting onto. Mian, he's just saying, like, I'm gonna fucking kill Uzi. He's fucking dead. I'm like, Jesus. Oh, he's dead. I'm surprised he wasn't dead by the end of the play. The uh, play. end of the book. I, I, th- there's a point where uh, he's, uh, th- they're talking about a taxi cab. Where, where, where uh, we, uh, we see a, a um, or maybe he's uh, like, a, uh, like a co-worker like they're, they're having a conversation about something, and they're going on a, t- a taxi cab, and I was generally gonna uh, thinking like, and you yeah. never see him again. I <laughs> generally would you like to come in? I have an air conditioned taxi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and then the chase scene happens where you get all the filters. Uh, I'm specifically I'm looking at the message that Random sent me. It's just red. <laughs> It's just like the opacity is lowered on a solid red. Random sent me that and went, ah! <laughs> it's a, an even longer screen. Yeah, an even longer screen. <laughs> yeah, and it's with the, it's with Rana with the, with the like, not smiling, but like the, just the passive mm-hmm. look with the eyes. And it's just, that's fucking terrifying. <laughs> and we see her get mad again, too. And I'm like, you do, you do. You see her do the lies. And just like, oh no, no, carrying, carrying the hatchet. Like I knew from the start that was gonna be. Oh yeah, because they referenced that in, in the early beginning. Because she's like, oh, I was startled to see uh, Rena with that hatchet. It's weird to see her with that rock yeah. walking around. People are gonna think that's weird. And then I'm like, and then now, and then this chapter, I'm like, oh my god, it's dead by daylight, and we're playing against Huntress. What's happening? You guys aren't gonna get that joke, are you? But it's okay. We have this wholesome moment between Rena where she's nursing him back to health, and of course he, she lets you, his guard... You say wholesome. I wouldn't... The, the fact that this is the very first time you see Rena this freaking close to me. I know. Oh, I, was, nothing I was on alert, but also a, like 10% of me was like is this... Like, it was like the life reserve on the ship just being like, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> it's gonna still happen. I'm it's gonna be okay. And then then Mion comes in and everything seems to be fine. And then Mion takes a needle and pokes the life reserve and everybody sinks in that ship and it's all downhill. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> and, uh, what Kichi was doing at the start. She says like, hey, we're gonna uh we're gonna we're gonna get the doctor in here. Oh, good. do you have everything ready for the director? And it's like oh, who who's the director? And they're, they're just like, <laughs> you know, the director, like a movie director, or, or a construction foreman. <laughs> and then, that's when you, and then the needle, co- needle comes out, and that's... Another thing is that, like, the needle, the, it was really just, like, him, because he was blacked out, and then he, he's, he's thinking back to, like... I don't like like when I was like, don't you remember like like you uh I, I was trying to pick you up and you said oh I could walk you don't like, no I don't remember that and it's like what happened before that oh I got I got uh chased by that mob what happened before <gasps> <laughs> <Yeah>. ooh <laughs> I'm not gonna mention <laughs> that part to her 
because <laughs> right now we're at Goodrin. <laughs> then after that, after that part of the chapter, uh, Kishi wakes up from the blackout, and his friends are dead. I felt sad. I knew it was the right thing to do, but I felt sad. Watch. They were gonna poison him and make him kill himself? I know, but also the ship <laughs> is dead. Well, I mean, in, in fairness, uh, he wound up, he wound up, he wound up killing himself anyway, so. Yeah, um, that's true, because he winds up writing a whole, uh, note at the end that he puts behind the clock, because of course, with the needle, and then he just winds up getting chased, and he, and then it switches to Uishi's point of view in the story, because this, almost the whole time, other than some, like, tips, it's been through Kishi's point of view. Yeah. Now it's with Uishi's the, det- the detective, and you see here Kishi in the phone booth just like vomiting uncontrollably, yeah. crying. That's, that that's that's another one. Wash, uh, you heard that with the voice acting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. You you hear Ooh. the vomiting Ooh. and the, the the vomiting. You hear the vomiting, but also like his desperate gasps. Like all of that, I could have not handled. I'm so glad I didn't do voice. I couldn't have handled that at four in the morning. I couldn't have done. I couldn't have done it. I could not have done it. That's why you watched it at four in the morning. I was, and it was bad enough. But if I heard that, oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have handled that. I'm gonna watch that probably after this. But it's like that that horrible horrible thing and then it's like okay i got one more thing and it's the bonus episode it's like and then i was like hey wasn't that pretty fun wasn't that <laughs> yeah, a fun yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fun to act in but we also <laughs> but we didn't talk about the <laughs> ending ending like jokey jokey and i was like hmm who i what was that really the killer or what that the, was that the curse what what is everybody like no, you know book. you know what it is you know what it is pixar perspective never dies it's like the whole thing uh with the bloopers the outtakes, the outtakes. or a toy story blo- one yeah. like how they're all the joke is that they're all working in an office together like it's 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 pixar yep. <laughs> it really is <laughs> Um, one thing I'll mention though, um, and that's interesting to note, which I'm sure will be an important thing later on, was the the record of like the case of what happened, like how yes. Ishii murdered the two girls, oh, yes. and how he left us, uh, how it he was acting very strange, and they all thought it was just him being like homicidal and suicidal, and for no. And that was all it was all premeditated. He was planning all this from the beginning. And then it mentions the note that he wrote both notes, but separated because there was a piece missing and an empty section of tape where some where the needle was, but it was gone. And that's where it ends. Specifically, I really love the closing words because, I mean, when he writes the note, it's just like, hey. Whoever's reading this note, find out the truth. But when it's read out in the ending speech, it's no longer just to other characters. It's to you. Like, please keep yeah. reading. Find the truth, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good stuff. Really good stuff. Really good. And that's that's it. Yeah. So I guess not. I not quite final thoughts. I guess we'll get to final thoughts next. What do you what do you what do you think about everything? Do you think a person did it? Do you think it was Oyashiro Sama's curse? Do you take actor Keiichi's perspective and just think that everybody was picking on him? 
I, I I'm still of the opinion, and like the, the they're talking about like in the in the after party, it's like, hey, how come how come like at the very end he's suddenly saying like there's no human perpetrators? Like, I mean, it's like they already established by this point that there is a there is a noodle, um, and, and that that there there is a noodle, and and there's something that they mentioned earlier where, where they act about like drugs that don't leave a trace, um. And he said, "Yeah, something can can exist like that. Not that we we don't know anything that has this, which is kind of the point of a drug that doesn't leave a trace." Um, and although thing is, you say it doesn't leave a trace. There's one thing that a needle leaves behind, and that's that's a hole in the skin. Nobody noticed a hole in well, the skin, huh? I guess that they could have shot him in the neck, which he tore open. The roundabout way of saying, like, I'm still uh, under... <laughs> I, I'm with the beta testers <laughs> on this one. I'm team people. I, I, I... As much as... As much as curses sound cool, um, I want to say it's Hot Fuzz style, the greater good, and it's people. Exactly. That that was the, that was the, I cannot I could not stop thinking of, of of Hot Fuzz doing this. So I guess last thing before the final thoughts cuz these this is a uh, you know alongside the music and the sound this is the other big thing. Uh the characters, what did we think about them generally speaking? Maybe this is something I can get a better grasp on the uh grasp on the second time. Um that it, like especially with the second half, it was a lot harder to judge these characters, especially with how they were acting at the start, because it is at least in my in my view with, with the um if you if you think about it in the curses uh, perspective, it's probably easier to 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 mess with with it that just like these people have been possessed and they're they're not who they were, um. But for me, at the for me at the people side, um, it's 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 suddenly like all those fun and games. Like I I had a big suspicion about about Rena mostly because of TV trope, (laughs) of course. But when when Milan said, "What did you have for lunch?" I was like, "Oh." Oh, I can't trust anybody. <laughs> I c- don't don't trust anyone, <laughs> not even yourself. You trust Tomatake, and he's dead. <laughs> For the first half, I was enjoying. Uh, I was enjoying these characters. They can sometimes get like a a bit more stock. Like like the the there's like oh here's the quiet one. Here's the rude one. Here's the here's the the one that's easily flustered, and and here's the the cool brass one and it's like okay everybody's everybody's got their place in the in the group um but of course like by the second half that 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 turned to shit yeah the rika and uh satako um the only one that that like satako weirdly enough is the only one that 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 made it out like untouched rika mostly did but she she has the line "Don't lose that bat," and of course that that comes that, that comes into play much later. Yeah. Um. Although, like, really, like, Sadako. Oh, because Sadako didn't notice the bat because, like, Sadako should have said, "Hey, that's my dead brother's <laughs> yeah, bat. That's my transferred brother's bat." Excuse you. <laughs> 
It's transferred <laughs> brothers back. But uh, back. yeah, no, Satsuko didn't notice. Um, we could notice, but Satsuko didn't. So weirdly, like Satsuko is the only one that, and also like like at, at a certain point, the the it's like there's a line somewhere of of like neither Rika nor Satsuko like even made eye contact. So it's, it was just like at a certain point they just disappeared from the store. Yeah, they kind of did. Uh, and I will say they live, um, which is nice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, but out of the two, out of the two, we don't know if they're really the part of it or not. Like according to Weechi, yes, but they're the most innocent of the group, technically. Yeah, I mean, if you think of Satsuko's relation, it's like her parents died, her aunt died, and her brother went missing. Like, like, like Satsuko is the one. Like, like for for any like natural girl, like th- this would be like top to bottom trauma like you so much like so much of your family is gone and you're and you're like you, you and, and at this point you're you you're, you're at the age where you cry because you don't know what asparagus is yeah like this this is fucked up i was gonna say the characters are i like the characters but again it's hard to tell if the characters are who they are and by the end, at least the the girls, um, like again, there's not much of a change between Satoko and Satoko and Erika. Um, they're the same from beginning to end. Uh, Mio Mion is basically she presents herself. Her persona is like the cool leader, but really. She's also like the one, the brains and knows everything. And when she doesn't, it shows. But like, she she's always one. To quote a previous show, she's always just one jump ahead. There you go. Oh. <laughs> um <Whoa>. and Rena, <laughs> Rena, um, Rena's complicated. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it's, that's a way to put it. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. I'm not sure I like how this this handles like mental illness because it's clear that that there's like a serious issue going on here, and it's mostly played for horrors. Again, I'm not sure how to. Feel I feel on like that. this is one of those. This will pay off later, and if we ask Kirby, fan, I can either I can confirm nor deny. <laughs> yep, that's how I have a feeling. Um. I don't again. Maybe they're dead. Maybe. Yeah. So I don't yeah, know. That's, that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's a little, uh, little, little tough to pay off when you're dead. But I will neither. I will neither but, confirm nor deny. <laughs> yeah, which makes yeah. me think. But then also, General McNamara was dead, yeah, back and he came yeah. back. So yeah. So did so did Emma. And who Paul. knows, right? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I, I would not be surprised oh. if they came back. One last thing before we talk about before we get to um before we get the final thoughts. Neon. Let me check my notes here. Chapter two. They they switch Neon to her casual clothes and she's packing. She's got heat. a gun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's got not a single time in this entire book did anyone ever point out that she but has her it's gun like, on is that her. normal carrying around a gun the, it, the thing is i look like as soon as i saw that i like paused and i checked up like gun control is like 
super stringent in Japan. Like you can you can kinda have like a shotgun. You can't have a handgun. Well me me maybe it's a squirt gun. <laughs> it could be it could be an airsoft. Yeah, it could be a BB gun airsoft. Um well, I can I can say something. It's the timer. Final thoughts <laughs> time. Uh, who wants to start? Oh gosh, uh, I guess I'll I'll start off. Um, this definitely took some time for me. Uh, when we, I, I, th- I think I mentioned before, like when I I watched the first chapter and I was like, okay, there's clearly something here. I'm not sure that it's hooked me so far. Um. But of course, like I, I said yes, and uh, we, we weren't ready for it. Um, it was really like, by the, by the halfway point. I mean, I, I was uh, enjoying the, uh, some of the games uh, enough. It was, it was, if there was like one more game, I would have, it would have been like, Okay, this is too much. It would have felt monotonous. It's like, this is too much fun. <laughs> You're having too much fun. <laughs> this is how school should be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. KG says that when he's like, I'm alone, I'm depressed, this yeah, is how exactly. school should be. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 it, it, but like, by that second, by that halfway point, uh, and, uh, well, okay, to be fair, like, when the, the reveal of the, of the damn murder, um, the, the, there's like, okay, there's, there's a mystery here. There's something going on here. And then I, I, I was kind of following along mostly because I wanted to see where the mystery was going. And then of course it was just like build, build, build right to the very end. There, there, there were just like shocking revelations. Like it's packed. It's very, very packed, very dense. Um, I definitely recommend I definitely recommend uh, watching this with the voiceovers so that you can hear the many cackles. Um, I'm not sure. I watched this with the original artwork. Um, It's probably better off with, like, the more professional grade because, boy, they they got some mitts. They they got baseball mitts. I was going to say the hands. (laughs) Higurashi hands are iconic. I don't want to hear any any slander. Anyway. All right. Random. I was more optimistic about this. Uh, like, because I was I was into it. I saw the act of what I thought was an axe murder. Uh, turned out to be a bat murder, but um, and I was like, okay, starting off strong, and then got a nice anime, and everything was fine. And I'm like, this is giving me big Doki Doki vibes. Not everything's as a seem. Let's give this a shot. And I was I was very quick to get on the side of doing this. Um, you did not have to convince me long. Mm. Uh, Kirby, um, mm-hmm. and at first a couple chapters, I was like, I don't want to say I had to force my way through them, but I was like, okay, all right, we're getting some cute anime moments. It feels like I'm watching an anime series with some maybe filler episodes, and then the shipping happened, which satisfied me, and then we got started getting sprinkles of the horror story that was happening, and I was like, okay, and it was by the end that like, oh shit. I've done. I did like five chapters in like two days or more. Yeah, you went fast. I went fast. Um, and then and then Wash just beat you somehow. <laughs> you did. And the it's because of the time. <laughs> so needless to say, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, it caught my interest. It was very intriguing. I like the characters. I like 
I like how Kishi was written. Um, and I'm interested to see what happens next because it's very, it's written very well. The art is great. I like the original art. With an ending like that, I actually, I posted on a, on a Discord, I just finished the first part of Higurashi, and it's like, I, with an ending like that, I have no idea how there's like seven more parts of this, and somebody who's clearly read, who's clearly read this before, just responded with an, with evil smiley face. Yeah, cause, cause you see, part two is actually about Oishi and his buddy cop going on buddy cop road trips oh, together. Oh, Clearly, please. that's what part two is about. Wait, really? Uh, I will neither confirm nor deny. God damn it. <laughs> All right, Kirby, your thoughts. Okay, I've made this point clear already. Obviously, uh, I'm a big fan of Higurashi as a whole. Uh, my outlook is a little bit different because I've obviously finished it. I wouldn't be recommending this otherwise. It's it's a little hard for me to say. I, I think for a while, the, the way that Higurashi's formatted, and I'll get into this a bit more next time, uh, but for now, I'm not going to get into too many of my final thoughts. I'm going to generally save them, but I am a fan of this. I, I, liked, I love the way that the characters are. I think it's really, really sad, and I'm thinking the more... The more that we go through it, and even if at any point, once we finish, you decide that it might be worth it to come back, even if it's just the first book to reread that, see, you know, you'll 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 definitely see a lot more of like, wow, this is really like what a what a buzzkill. <sighs> um, but I I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah, so I guess I could say this now that now that I know that you two are in this for the long haul. Uh, Higurashi's longer than the Bible. <laughs> what? I believe it. It's longer than the Bible. Oh fuck! I've heard, I had to read the. It's longer than the Bible by I think a couple hundred thousand words. <laughs> I, I well, believe it. Was, I, but damn it! But, I went to a Catholic university. I had to read the Bible. Yeah, well, now you get to read something longer in the Bible. <laughs> there you go. And yet, and yet, it's not longer than Homestuck. <laughs> and with that, and with that, join us next time when we return to Hinamizawa when Oishi and his buddy cop friend go on buddy cop road trip together. If that is seriously the plot, I'll be so happy. (laughs) All right. And with that, do you want to do one more plug or no? Because we already did in the beginning, right? Edit this out. And with that, I'm random bystander here. I'm Nicholas Angel. (laughs) And I'm taking Kenta Kuhn home with me. That's so cute. Cute. I thought we were doing good night, everybody. Good night.